Hello, and welcome. This is the What If I Told You podcast, a show that is lurking by the hedges just outside your window, wearing William Shatner masks. (laughs) Yeah, we are. (laughs) Please check out our TikTok and Instagram. Send us an email, whatifitoldyoupodcasts at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We weren't doing food nooks for this month. We were doing spooky nooks instead, but we just fucked up some Chinese buffet. We really did. Yeah. And uh, I, it was a bad choice, but do I regret it? Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I do have a heck of a food baby going right now. Yeah. And it made me so sleepy. There is something weird about Chinese food that does make you sleepy. It must be all the MSG. Yeah. Has to be it. Has to be it. You know. It is what it is. You have to weigh your options here. Do you, you know, the enjoyment you get at the time versus how horrible you feel afterwards. Yeah. It's always going to be, it's it's an experience. That you're going for, really. Fuck, here we go. With the mic. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna get... We're getting blue yetis. I don't care. I'll, yeah. I'll sell a kidney. I mean, you, you probably get a decent amount of money for a kidney. I'm gonna Google that right now, actually. On your work computer. How much <laughs> can, <laughs> can I sell my kidney for? Do you think people have, like, a preference, like, right kidney, left kidney? Okay, so the downfall is you can get anywhere from 1000 to 10000 for a kidney. First of all, who is selling a kidney for just $1,000? Here is an article from Business Insider, Nine Body Parts You Can Sell for Profit. The Blue Yetis are, is that kidneys in a frying pan? Stop that. <laughs> Stop that right now. It says, (laughs) it starts out with, when funds are tight, sometimes getting a second job or refinancing your home just won't cut it. There's no shame in turning to your own body to make extra cash, so long as it's legal. (laughs) That there's something in a, hold on. No, thank you. There's something in a frying pan. Is that what kidneys look like? I don't know. I mean, I guess because there are those one type of beans that they call kidney beans. Are they called kidney beans because of the shape and the color? Uh, might be. Oh, plasma. I've thought about donating some plasma. I knew whenever I was living in the dorms at college, a lot of people would give plasma like once a week for like yeah, food, cash. You can donate... You can sell your hair for up to $1,000. For wigs, probably. I'll shave my head right now. Your placenta, $8. For a placenta? Eight? Come on. That's silly. Your whole body, up to 1000 per person. I am worth more than 1000 bucks. Thank you very much. But how do you sell your whole body? Sperm, 1000 per ejaculate. I can't, I can't help them there. Yeah, sorry. I don't have any. Um, sperms, eggs, up to eight grand. Uh, I'll sell some fucking eggs. Take all of them. 
dude. Monthly. Your skin. It says payments vary. (laughs) (laughs) It literally says. Payments vary. Payments vary. Um, Kidneys up to a thousand. Your womb. 20 to 25,000. What? You just be selling your uterus? Yo, take that shit from me. Well, I need my IUDs in there. I need it. Yeah, but if you don't have a uterus, you have no need for an IUD. Oh, you right. Well, I didn't think about that. (laughs) (laughs) But if you get your uterus taken out, you're effectively getting a hysterectomy. Right. And so then you're just going to pop right over into menopause. And I'm going to go with a no thank you. Yeah, no, I'll keep my UD. Um, Good thing is I cannot go back on this page, so it's probably infected your work computer with something. Uh, All right. (laughs) If you guys were looking to sell some body parts, there's a quick little rundown. (laughs) Yeah. So moving on. Um, on. (laughs) I wasn't really part of the Friday night festivities other than the food, which, by the way, fucked me up. Like, it made me feel awful. Mm. I don't know why. Probably because you hadn't actually eaten any real food for like 24 hours yeah and then you just boom hit it straight Dude, i ate all that shit yeah yeah of course it fucked you up. that's probably why i feel horrible now um, yes probably <clears throat> but i did have dinner last night well i had a whole chicken thigh you're like a fat one yeah i don't I had a th- thicky thick chicken thigh. <laughs> <laughs> well dude i don't know yeah, I don't know. I'm a fucking, I don't know. You're a degen out here in these streets just randomly not eating, so yeah. your stomach is just like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> you just put three and a half pounds of Chinese food in me? Cool. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> your stomach is probably just like rebelling, like, oh, this is where we're at? Okay, fine. I'm going to just generate a whole bunch of cramps right now. <laughs> oh, um... Our friend Whitney got us some sick fucking Halloween t-shirts. I wore mine, the, I was wearing it earlier. I wore it to bed last night. It's so soft. It was really soft. I wore mine yesterday. And uh, I, do, it, I do feel like I should have gone with the large instead of the extra large because it is pretty big. Whatever size I got is also a little too big for like, me. It's... It's long as shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's cool. I like my t-shirts to be too big. Yeah. You know? I mean, technically, if I was going for, like, a fitted t-shirt, I could probably go with a medium, but no thanks. Yeah, it worked. They're great. I but, love it. Yeah. They're really soft. But we got the shirts because, obviously, we watched the new Halloween film. Emily didn't stick around for that. No, I bounced. Because she was feeling sick from <laughs> stuffing herself with Costa Vida after not eating for... She was fasting for was, two days. Yeah, I was tired as fuck. Um, But I think this is going to be a really divisive film. I don't necessarily have any stake in the argument, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'm not like a, like, I like a scary movie, but I don't like 
follow scary movies necessarily. I don't, I mean, I like Halloween. It's probably my favorite slasher. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to watch a scary movie, I prefer it to be a slasher. But uh, like the very first Friday the 13th, perfect. That's like literally one of my favorites. But this one, mm, the opening scene, fucking brutal. I did watch that. (laughs) It was, if you haven't seen it, just at least watch that opening scene. Yeah. Because it was wildly unexpected. It was a lot. It was a lot. I was not... I don't want to say it because I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But, like, when he's locked in, I fully thought that this was going to be a MM situation. Mm -hmm. MM's going to pop out. Yeah. And then they just went, like, psych (laughs) over here. And I was like, what the fuck? So, I'm trying to find uh, Chip's Corner. I know there's been a lot in the chat. Yeah. Uh, we did discuss how we all pronounce pecan. Mm-hmm. I think that Chip and I pronounce it the same, but he says we don't, because you have to make some sound after saying... <laughs> yeah, you can't just say... You have to say pecan. You have to... Like, when you are saying what... You're, if you're saying the sound that the letter P makes, it's P, mm-hmm. not, not just the P-P-P-Con. <laughs> yeah, no. He says he says, I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> According to Chip. He says, like, P-C-O-N, which is pecan. That's how I say it. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Say it in a variety of ways. Sometimes I will say pecans just because it's really funny to say that, especially in public. <laughs> but usually I say pecan as well. Yeah. What if people, I know people say like pecan. Mm-hmm. What if something, what if someone said like pecan? I know some people who say pecan. Pecan? Pecan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Um, let's see. Let's find a real Chips Corner. Do, do, do. Uh. He did say that Vampire Diaries is one of the best series that he's ever seen start to finish. Um, it's not really, like, Chips Corner material, but... Oh, he said, instead of referring to the 2000s as the 2000s, use the term aughts. So, aught five, for example, is 2005. Yeah. I'm um, not going to do it. I've, I've heard the, the early 2000s referred to as the aughts, which would pretty much be the decade from the year 2000 to 2009. And then when you get to 2010, it's referred to as the 2010s. Right. So, like, 2010, 2019. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's just easier to say the 2000s. Because, like, I feel like if you want to refer to a decade, like, the the aughts or whatever, if you're going to refer to it as something other than the number, 
it should be a shorter version. Right. And five. Ought five is not a shorter version. No. You can just say oh five. Oh five. Yeah. Um. Let's save in case we don't have any. Yeah. Yeah, that was some chips, corn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he also got mad at me for my diet, but I said, I'm just out here raw dog in life, yo. And he said, well, raw dog is at least pleasurable. Your diet sounds awful. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a prevert, Chip. Okay. Dude, uh, Barbara, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we love you, though. Uh, Yeah, you know what? I'm just trying to put myself in Barbara's shoes. Like, did she click on our show simply because of the icon and because it's kind of like a cartoon? She thought Could have been, but you know what? Scroll down and it says explicit. Exactly. And also, you're holding a knife and I'm holding a skull. Right. And every episode is titled something like, um, I don't know, Bob Berdella or Vampires. Or Toolbox Killers. Right. The murder of blah, blah, blah. The nipple belts of Ed Gein. <laughs> right. Like none... Down home death metal. <laughs> none Show... of these say child friendly. Yeah, no. Sorry, Barbara. Um, we are glad you tried the show, though. But it's not for everyone. For Yes, we're... Not for everyone, and that's fine. Yeah. And it's, you know, that that it is, it is what it is. But she did say that she hopes that we start going to church. Um, my question is, can we come to your church? Barbara, what church do you go to? Yeah, we'll come. Um, you know, blessed be the fruit or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, Barbara. I grew up in a Christian family. I am well-versed in the church and the good old L.B. Blay. Uh, cursing is perfectly fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll curse to my heart's content, okay? I mean, we're pretty fucked up, but uh, I'm sure Jesus loves us. Yeah, that's the premise. Yeah. The entire premise of the Bible is that no matter what you do, <laughs> God loves you. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> today we're talking about uh, good old Dudley Town. Dudley Town! The curse of. Yeah, it's a cursed town right here in the U.S. of A. In Connect I Cut. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Connecticut. Connecticut. The state that everyone forgets exists. We got Connecticut, Vermont. Uh, what's some other weird ones? New Hampshire. New Hampshire's. I always forget Idaho is a thing. Oh, fuck. I'm so, what's his name? John. 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 We love you, dude. Yeah. Does he like the show? I can't remember. I don't, I think he just said, hey, I'm, (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think he was like, I guess I'll just go fuck myself now. (laughs) So I feel like if he signs off a message with, I'm going to go fuck myself. (laughs) He probably likes the show. <laughs> Can I wear my sunglasses with these? Sure. It's going to hurt your head. It's going to, like, squeeze them into your head. That feels better for some reason. You're giving off very situation <laughs> vibes. <laughs> I'm feeling very, like, uh, I don't know. I'm feeling slightly, I- I'm not hungover. I did drink a little bit last night. I'm not hungover, but I feel a little hungover. It's the Chinese food. 
But also, staying up late always makes me feel shitty the next day, even if I don't drink a drop of alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're here. I need I need to chug water or something. Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, chug some water. If I had Pedialyte, I would let you have some of that. Oh. Replenish your vitamins. That stuff is hard to choke down, by yeah, the way. It's it like hoard. It's like a little thick, right? It's like if you thickened water. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, it's so bad. Yeah, it's like a fucking roux. Oh, <laughs> just how you're drinking roux. <laughs> Gross. All right, okay. so um, yeah, we're gonna get it. Uh, spooky season's almost fucking over, bro. I know. This is the penultimate spooky season episode. It is October sixteenth. That is fucking me up. I mean, to them, it's October 17th. No, October 18th. I keep forgetting that we release on Tuesdays. Yeah. Um, Happy birthday to my baby boy, Artie. He's going to be four years old on the 17th. Aww. Yeah. That's so precious. I know. I got to get him, like, last year, because you can go to PetSmart and get, like, the little, like, birthday dog treat cake. Yeah. So I got him one last year, and it was on the counter. I got home from work. April had eaten that shit. Of course she did. I was like, you bitch. You ate your brother's birthday cake. It's not your fucking birthday, April. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so. Dudley Town. Oh, here I am. Tri- oh. It's the same thing. Anyways. Anyways. So Dudley Town is actually an abandoned ghost town in Connecticut. Hell yeah. But we have to put a disclaimer here. Dudley Town, or the land that was the Dudley Town Village, is private property. You cannot go there. Or else you can be arrested for trespassing. So just from the jump, we got to put this (laughs) in here so nobody is like, you know what, I'm going to go to Dudley Town because I heard about it on this podcast. Uh, proceed at your own peril, my friends, because they apparently, according to all the articles, they actually patrol that shit regularly to make sure people aren't trespassing. So we're going? Well, duh. Okay. But, uh, yeah, apparently there was some instances of vandalism, and so they were like, you know what? Nah. No one else can come in. You know, another fucking example of one person fucking it up for everyone else. I know. People out here chiseling off chunks from Stonehenge. Now you can't even get close to the rocks. We can't visit Dudley Town. I'm done. The fucking degents, dude. I'm done. Uh, yeah. Um, so, I guess whenever we try to visit Dudley Town for our Travel Channel show, they're gonna have to get us permission to get in there. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't give us permission? Yes, exactly. We look like very trustworthy people. Right. We yeah. can convince anyone of anything, I feel like. Yeah. I think we I think we're pretty persuasive. Yeah. Um Okay, so like we said, um Dudley Town is an abandoned settlement in northwestern Connecticut, best known today as a ghost town. Uh since the mid nineteen twenties, the land occupied by the village has been maintained by philanthropists as a private land trust who worked to reforest the land after decades of agricultural use. Um, few traces such as cellar holes remain in the original village, 
And due to rumors of ghost activity beginning in the 1980s, the village site has been subject to frequent vandalism, and the owners have since just closed it off completely to the public. Uh, and like we talked about, even if you visit, you're subject to arrest for trespassing. Yep. The village was located a few miles south of the Cornwall Bridge, neighborhood of Cornwall. It was located in a valley known as the Dark Entry Forest. Hell yeah. Dark Entry Forest also kind of sounds a little bit X-rated. Yeah, it does. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This was due to the shadows caused by the mountains surrounding the village and access road. The town's abandonment has meant that barely any ruins of the original township have survived. During the early 20th century, old farms in Cornwall were sold to New Yorkers seeking a better life in the countryside. Lame. Including Dudley Town, which has been privately owned since 1924 by Dark Entry Forest Incorporated. The village site is today closed to the public. We've said this five times. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say that. Yeah. Um, uh, just side note, I feel like if we were ever interested in s- starting and being like CEOs of an adult film agency, it should be called Dark Entry. Yeah. Um, once again, don't use that shit. Copyright, copyright, copyright. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. That was us saying that made it legal and. This is intellectual property. Yes. Okay. So. The history and the background of Dudley Town. So it was never an official, actual town. It was really a village. Uh, the name Dudley Town, it goes back a really long time because it was named after a family. Their last name was Dudley, and it's just a little land that's technically considered part of Cornwall. Um, so they named it Dudley Town. Um, it was settled in the early 1740s, first by a man named Thomas Griffiths, but after he arrived, he was then followed by a man named Gideon Dudley, and then by 1753, more members of the Dudley family arrived, one named Barzii Dudley, and then Abel Dudley, Martin Dudley. So a whole host of Dudleys Mm -hmm. come over and settle in the area that becomes the Dudley Town Village. Um, As with almost every other part of this area of Connecticut, Dudley Town was converted from forest to farmland. Families tilled the land for generations, but because it was located on a hilltop, it was not really suited for farming. Um, and then obviously the families couldn't make a living because it was bad area for farming. Right. So a lot of them moved to the Midwest around the 19th century because land here in the Midwest is perfect for farming. Yeah. And the population of Dudley, Dudley Town and also Cornwall started to decline rapidly so today the only things that are left in the area of dudley town are cellar holes and a few foundation stones 
and the roads leading to the land are, I didn't finish the sentence, but they're barely more than like a trail. Damn. So it's hard to get there, I'm assuming. But how creepy would it be to just walk around and there's just like cellar holes? Hmm. What's in there? Let's go look. (laughs) We're on our way. So, according to what have turned out to be mostly (laughs) fanciful accounts of the curse, um, it began, apparently, in England in 1510. God damn, that was a long time ago. So, we're talking old. So, at the time, a man named Edmund Dudley was beheaded for being involved in a plot to overthrow King Henry VIII. Sheesh. Whoa. Supposedly, as a result of this plot, a curse was placed on the family, which stated that all of Dud- all of the Dudley descendants would be surrounded by horror and death. Ooh. Ooh. Proponents of the curse claim that the Dudleys then began to experience... A rather disquieting run of bad luck. <laughs> That's. I mean, okay. So then Edmund's son, John Dudley, also attempted to, attempted to, like, begin this plot to overthrow the British throne by arranging for his son, Gulliford, to marry a woman named Lady Jane Grey, who was next in line for the crown. And after Edward VI died, Lady Jane became queen for a very short time before the plan failed, ending in the execution of Lady Jane and also of the two Dudleys involved in the plot. This is intense. We got a lot of the executions and beheadings here. Yeah. To make this whole situation a little bit worse, Gulliford's brother, who was living in France as a military officer, came home and brought with him a plague that he then spread to his officers and other troops. God damn. (laughs) The sickness wiped out massive numbers of British soldiers and eventually spread throughout the country, killing thousands. (laughs) Fucking A, dude. People who are out here saying that there's no curse. Hey. Yeah. Hello. We have the data. Yeah. It's here. <laughs> it's here. Um, so John Dudley's third son, Robert, Earl of Leicester, was a favorite of Queen Elizabeth the First. Wisely decided that it was probably time to leave England. <laughs> So he traveled to the New World, a.k.a. America, and his it would be his somewhat luckier descendant, William, who would settle in Gulliford, Connecticut. So John comes, William comes with him. John, maybe, no, not John, fuck, Robert, the descendant of John. All of these names, you know? I am not a fan of names like that. John, Robert, William. Yeah. Very uh, English. Yeah, they are. So Robert, who is John's third son, goes with William to America. 
William Setter settles in Gulliford, Connecticut, and William and his descendants, Abel Barzal, Barzai, I think maybe, I don't know, and Gideon later buy the land that is Dudley Town. So William kind of lucks out because he goes elsewhere in Connecticut. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. So that's how the village of Dudley Town begins with a beheading. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the Dudley's father was beheaded and then there was a curse placed on the family. Um, So then they fled to the U.S., right? Yeah. However, rumor has it that they were involved in using a mythical book that could open the gates of hell. Ooh. So the Dudleys were forever doomed, along with anyone who befriended them. That's rough. Yeah, man, you gotta leave those gates closed. Yeah. Um, as was the town they established when arriving in the U.S., Dudley Town. Mm-hmm. And from its creation, the town was fraught with murder, suicide, insanity, and even failed businesses. Some have labeled some have labeled Dudley Town as the evilest place on earth, and many paranormal investigators have attempted to visit the village, but ended up leaving in a hurry. Sorry. Fuck. <laughs> Didn't think that was gonna have any sound. It is up for debate as to whether the area is actually cursed. Um, There have been a disproportionate number of odd occurrences for how small the village was. In 1774, an illness epidemic killed an entire family. I mean, it was the 1700s, so. Yeah. There was another branch of that same family in the area, but in their grief, they left for upstate New York. But it seems that the curse followed them because Nathaniel Carter of this family, um, along with his wife and infant child, were murdered and their other three children vanished. Hmm. Weird. Um, Sad. Yeah. In 1804, a a Revolutionary War veteran, General Herman Swift went insane when light when lightning struck and killed his wife Sarah as she stood on their front porch. That's wild. Yeah, I would that's fucked up. Yeah, I feel like anyone could potentially go insane after seeing something like that. Yeah. In 1872, Mary Cheney, the wife of the famous journalist Horace Greeley, killed herself and she had been born in Dudley Town. Hmm. hmm. One of the most notable series of events occurred in 1901, at a time when the population of Dudley Town had dwindled away to almost nothing. One of the last residents of the town was a man named John Patrick Brophy. Um, Tragedy visited swiftly and in several blows. First, his wife died of consumption, which was not an uncommon thing in those days, uh, as there was nothing strange about her ailment as she had been suffering from it for years. Uh, But this didn't lessen his grief. He was soon further stricken when his two children vanished into the forest. 
just a short time after the funeral. Yeah. Fuck. And while their disappearance could have been voluntary, um, they had actually been accused of stealing sleigh blankets. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a minor offense. Obviously. Uh, but there is nothing to indicate that it was. Um, they vanished and were never found. Shortly after, the Brophy's house burned to the ground in an unexplained fire, and not long after, Brophy himself vanished to the fucking forest and was never seen again. That's an insane level of unfortunate events to happen to one family. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked. Yeah. Sorry, Mr. Brophy. Okay, you take over, because I have to sit like this for a minute. <laughs> okay. So, around 1900, a man named Dr. William Clark came to Cornwall and fell in love with the forest and the quiet country life. Clark had been born in 1877 and grew up on a farm in Tenafly, New Jersey. He later became a professor of surgery and taught at Columbia College of Physicians and Surgeons, as well as earning a reputation as the leading cancer specialist in New York. So, you know, he's a successful fella. Right. He purchased a thousand acres of land in the wilds of Connecticut, which included Dudley Town. That is a fucking lot. That's so much land. Yeah. Uh, he began construction of a summer and vacation home right on the area of Dudley Town. And after, over the next number of years, he and his wife Harriet visited the house on weekends and during the summer until it was completed. After that, it became mostly a holiday house for short trips in the summer and for Thanksgiving. Together, they maintained an idyllic second life near Dudley Town until 1918. One summer weekend, Dr. Clark was called away to New York on an emergency. His wife stayed behind, and according to the story, when he returned 36 hours later, he found that she had gone insane, just as a number of previous residents in the village had done. The story also claims that she told of strange creatures that came out of the forest and attacked her. Soon after, she committed suicide. Yikes. Whoa. But how much truth is there to this tale? Did she have maybe a history of mental illness? Did something else happen? I don't know. It had been recorded that for several years before her suicide, Harriet Clark had suffered from a, quote, chronic illness there's nothing really to indicate what this ailment might have been, whether it was a physical ailment or actually a mental ailment. But, you know, that's that's still pretty weird. That's weird. But even though he was undoubtedly very grieved by his wife's suicide, Dr. Clark continued to maintain his house in Dudley Town and continued to visit it. A number of years later, he remarried and returned to stay at the summer house until a larger home was completed nearby in 1930. In 1924, he and his second wife, Corita, as well as a few other doctor friends and interested landowners, formed the Dark Entry Forest Association. 
It was acted, it was designed to act as a forest preserve so that the land around Dudley Town would remain forever wild. They held their first meeting in 1926 with 41 members. Dr. Clark would later die in the Cornwall Bridge. That's probably supposed to say on the Cornwall Bridge in February of 1943. I believe he committed suicide here. God damn. And then his wife, Carita, passed away five years later. Whoa. Hmm. So, those are the major stories that have happened. Yeah. Um, but the Warrens, like the Warrens, yeah, the like paranormal. Ed Lorraine. Yeah. The Warrens have actually visited Dudley Town and actually recorded a special. <laughs> The Halloween special in the early 70s. They declared it officially demonically possessed. I mean, if Ed and Lorraine said it, it's gotta be true. I'm believing it. Which essentially opened the supernatural floodgates, and since then, it has been home to all sorts of alleged paranormal experiences, with visitors witnessing all manners of spirit and phantom, as well as having unsettled feelings of dread and fear. Of course. Cool. As you might expect, the area has also drawn attention for those drawn by the dark forces and (laughs) demonic rituals, plus a healthy number of amateur ghostbusters and teenagers simply searching for trouble. It is now referred to as a damnation destination. That sounds like a good time. Whoa. Damnation destination? That's a... uh, Come on. That's a death metal song. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. As far as explanations go, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So as far as we know, the ghostly tales began to surface in the 1940s. It was at this time that visitors to the ruins of the village began to speak of like strange shit and wispy apparitions in the woods and things like that. Even today, those who have visited the place boast of the paranormal photographs that they capture overwhelming feelings of terror mysterious lights sights and sounds and even um some accounts of being touched pushed scratched some researchers refer to the area as a negative power spot or a place where entities enter the world from the other side Ooh. They say this may explain the strange events in Dudley Town's history, like the eerie reports, the strange creatures, and perhaps even the outbreaks of insanity and madness. Mm. The place is often thought of as tainted in some way, as if the ground has somehow spoiled here, or perhaps was sour all along. For residents like John and Jean like Leek? I was going to say Leech, but I don't know. Oh, okay. Leech, who have lived on Bald Mountain for 36 years. The community failed because of poor farming conditions and lack of financial opportunities. The Leeches added that the real curse of Dudley Town are the legends themselves, which have attracted everyone from witchcraft societies to motorcyclists who tear up the highway and throw beer cans along it. Oh, because that's not what they do in... The entire rest of the country? Yeah. They, uh, Mr. 
Leach said, they come roaring up here expecting there to be toilet facilities and concession stands, but they don't realize that there's absolutely nothing to be seen. You know what, Mr. Leach? I feel like the only reason you would say that is if there actually is something to be seen. That's exactly right. <sighs> You're... What are you hiding, Mr. Leach? You sneaky bitch. You sneaky little bitch. Okay. So... That's that on Dudley Town, yeah. first of all. But as a final thought situation here, um, first of all, is this aliens? It can always be aliens, my dude. That's always on the table. Um, could this be uh, where there's like a door to another dimension? Also, yes. And finally, is this where the residents of Roanoke actually disappeared? Also, yes. Fuck. I mean, I know this is pretty far north of where Roanoke actually happened. Yeah, but fuck it. But maybe they were just drawn there. They made the trek. Mm -hmm. And then boom. That's true. They're gone. They're living in another realm somewhere. Yeah, because there's so much shit happening there. Yeah. It's like a fucking... It's like a, it's almost like a Skinwalker Ranch place. Yeah, exactly. Just not as big. Exactly. So we've solved it. We've we've given we've given all the explanations that it could possibly be. Yeah. Um clearly the leeches are hiding something. Right. And They're... that they're probably conjuring shit up in their basement. Yes. Yes, they are. They probably have found where exactly where the door or portal is. And they just figured out how to, like, leave it open for themselves. Yeah. So they can, like, flit in and out. They don't want anyone to know. They don't want anyone to know their secret. Right. They've probably, the other realm that it leads to probably gives them, like, the elixir of life or whatever. Hmm. So, someone, stay tuned and keep an eye on them. If they, like, keep living, like, past the point that they should, yeah, follow them for a while. We know, yeah, we're on to you, leeches. We're, we are, I mean, watch your steps. I mean, share it. Yeah. You know what? Fucking sell it to us. We will buy it. We will. I mean, because we have nothing to lose if it's... Not that. <laughs> and everything to gain. Yeah. We'll tr I mean, we'll fucking try it for the rest of the world. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't mind being a guinea pig. What's the no. worst that could happen? Death. Death? Nah. <laughs> We're all hurtling toward that anyway. <laughs> and if we could accidentally pump into... I said pump. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't. I had... The visual that that gave me was <laughs> unfortunate. I'm still stuck on this morning. Um, <laughs> Stop it right now. Uh, if we could ac <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> I'm done. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the, sh- the show's X-rated now. Sorry, I don't think explicit covers it. <laughs> sorry, it's a, Barb. It's a high as- Yeah, uh, so whatever the fuck your first names were, Jim and Bob, I don't know. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) Who are Jim and Bob? (laughs) The leeches. (laughs) John and Jean. (laughs) Same thing. Sure, sure. All right, Jean and John. Uh, yeah, go ahead and just give us some of that shit. We could really use it over here. Yeah, we clearly need to be living for eternity. (laughs) I mean, we gotta outlive Barb, at least. Yeah, I mean... Based on her... I feel like Barb is, like, 65. Based on that comment. Did you see what my mom... Put on my post. No. <laughs> Hold on. <clears throat> I have to bring it up. It's pretty adorable. She put... <laughs> and not to speak of the fact that this Karen called my daughter an unholy woman. <laughs> it upsets this mama bear. There's not a sweeter person alive than Emily. <laughs> oh, I love you, mom. Love That's you. hilarious. But you know what? Maybe one of our new merch pieces is going to just be Unholy Women. I love it. I'm designing it tonight. Like, hell yeah. 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 What should be on the back of it? Like a fucking pentagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe we could, like, design our own version of the pentagram. Yeah. Like, you know, tweak it a little. And yeah. that'll be, like, our new symbol like uh, like the circle and then it has like witty in it or something yeah i don't want to fuck with it too much i don't want to summon something oh, fuck. can you summon something digitally <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah now you can't satan definitely has all the technology dude satan's our homeboy he'll be all right well clearly we're unholy as shit so <laughs> yeah <laughs> satan's just like yeah i'm fucking down oh, with these two fuck Whoa, that took a turn there at the end. <laughs> so I hope people are still listening. <laughs> I, if they've le- listened that far, uh, they definitely are still listening. Oh, so, Jesus <clears throat> H. Christ. What do you guys think of Dudley Town? Does anyone who lives in the Connecticut, the state of Connecticut, or the area of Cornwall, what's the vibe? I'm Googling. Can you, like, do a vibe check for us and, like, let us know what Cornwall is like? Because I feel like it's proximity to Dudley Town. There has to be some crossover, right? You get a little residual haunting there in Cornwall? You would think. Um, yeah, give us a vibe check on Connecticut in general. Yeah, I mean, it's also close to Massachusetts, and Massachusetts is famously known for its... You know, witches. Yeah. So. Just looking at Google pictures of Dudley Town. They're pretty creepy, dude. These two two guys are posted up by the Dark Entry Forest sign. Oh, hell yeah. That guy's having a blast. 
that that chin beard is definitely having a blast. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> uh, if you can't grow facial hair on your actual face, like, give it up, though. Yeah. Give it up. It's, uh, yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> There's really not a lot of pictures of, is this a... There are some pictures in the some of the articles that I have in our sources, so I can pull those out and save the images in our drive so we can post them. Yeah. But, uh... Ooh, look how creepy this is. Is that one of the fucking cellar holes? Oh, that is... That's a cellar hole, dude. Can you imagine just, like, traipsing through the woods and you just fucking fall in one? I'd hop right in that shit. <laughs> Hello, I'm coming in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? There's got to be shit down in there. Has to be. You you don't just have, like, a random hole in the ground and there's nothing in there. There's something in every hole. <laughs> That's, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's another adult film title. Something in every hole. Oh, no. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, shit. I'm disappointed in myself. (laughs) Disappointed in my fucking self, bro. I need a shower. Uh okay well, we have to we have to stop now. <laughs> this is this leave. is this is going awry quickly. So <clears throat> look at this goose. Oh shit! You gotta post <laughs> that one. See that? <laughs> <laughs> At first, I thought you said goose. By the way, <laughs> I said goose. <laughs> I was like, why is there a goose there? Seems odd if there's not a lake nearby. I mean, I feel like there's. Gooses and connect I cut. Well, yeah, but there has to be like a body of water near. I mean, I've seen a little stream in these pictures. Well, okay, I'm sure that's enough for. <laughs> we got goose goose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we uh, uh, hope y'all enjoyed that episode. Yes, here we've clearly gone insane just talking about this place. So I think the curse is legit. <laughs> it has traveled through <laughs> the fucking. Web portals. Yeah, halfway across the country. It is alive and well in good old misery. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, big thanks to Ariel for our music and Lara for our artwork. Yeah. The artwork that is just drawing people in from all the corners <laughs> of the internet. <laughs> Barb, Think- we love you, though. Yeah. You know, it's not your fault that our logo is just so damn cute that you thought, oh, this is for kids. Yeah. I mean, look at it. Look at our faces. I mean, you know, exactly. Yeah. I'll look. I'll overlook the knife and the skull. Yeah, I mean, we give off main character energy in that logo. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I know. don't think during this episode at all, we even read the... We're talking about a review. <laughs> <laughs> we posted the... You posted the review. Uh, only on my Facebook. Uh, I'll post it on our IG. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Barb... She reviewed the show on Apple Pods, and she was displeased with the level of cursing. Yeah. And she said that we need to go to church and that we're unholy. So, I mean, it is what it is. And you're right, Barb. You're absolutely correct. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, very Tell us something we don't know. Yeah. So. Uh, We loved it. It gave us a little boost, so. 
It, being called an unholy woman, it really just does something to your heart. Yeah, live, laugh, love. <laughs> <laughs> That's every day, dude. Every day. I'm out here living, laughing, and loving. <laughs> well, we're living. <laughs> oh, okay. Shit. So if you want to join Barb, <laughs> you can... Give us a review as well. Yeah, but just go the other way on the scale that she did, because she gave us a one. She gave us a one star for curse words. Yeah, what the fuck? Damn, Barb. Fucking harsh. God damn it. <laughs> uh, also, you could subscribe, share our show. Yeah, follow us. Follow whatever. Follow us, you fucking idiots. Yeah, it'd be real cool of you. We'd love it. We're a good time if you can't tell. Ah, uh, listen, we're always out here trying to have a good time, <laughs> together or apart. That's, you know, I mean, what else are you out here doing if you're not trying to have a good time? Yeah. Um, And that's that's our show, folks. Yep. We're glad you all came. <clears throat> oh, no. <laughs> all right. Emily is cut off. <laughs> oh, goodness. All righty. Lord well, help me. No, he won't. <laughs> he has been. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Thanks, my man. Up upstairs. <laughs> Thanks, Sky Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Is it okay to call the Lord in heaven Sky Daddy? <laughs> Absolutely. He's everyone's daddy. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I'm gonna throw up. I gotta go get some water. <laughs> Okay, well, hold your Bibles tonight, folks. Hopefully you will ward off the curse. I'm sorry. Uh, But yeah, so while you're holding your Bible to make up for what you just listened to, also, just try to be kind. And stay weird. Okay. Bye. Bye.